Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. Everybody, welcome to Unscripted Unlimited here on the Everything Unscripted Podcast Network. I am just the guy doing the intro tonight, Doug Hummer. Uh, I was going to host, but I have to compete tonight because somebody ended up with the flu, or so he says. Uh, I think he's really sick. He might be. We know he's sick in the head. Family thing. Uh, so, but tonight is the third installment of our uh, ABC versus NBC versus CBS uh, sitcom, uh, sitcom debates. Everybody loves Raymond representing uh, representing CBS versus the Drew Carey show representing ABC versus Friends representing NBC. I will be representing the Drew Carey show. I found this out about three hours ago. Uh, Short notice. Yeah. Karen, uh, Karen is uh, back with us again. Uh she is going to represent Everybody Loves Raymond. Who's that? Oh, Clint is here. Uh, so there's no need for me. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Karen's going to represent Everybody Loves Raymond. Dan, we need a hope. Uh, and then Baron is here. He is going to represent Friends. Uh, well, we think he's here. Uh, Baron, did you hang up? No, I didn't hang up. All right. So when I say that you're here, you're supposed to say hi. Oh. Uh, all right. Your judges tonight are Eric is here. Hello. All right. Boxman is here with us. Hi. <laughs> Clintus has just called in, so he will be judging tonight. How you doing? Pretty I'm good. Yeah. And Daniel is here. He is going to be the one asking, uh, throwing it to everybody for the for the rounds. Sweet. Uh, he thought he had yeah, the night off, right. but didn't happen. So yeah. all right. At the bell. My PTO didn't go through. Yeah. Uh, all right. So <laughs> basically, here's how the debate the debate works. Um, there's going to be four rounds. Your first round is the sitcom's theme song. Second round is characters slash plot. Third round is best moments slash episodes. Fourth round is impact slash legacy. Everybody's going to have a turn to debate. Uh, Everybody technically has plans tonight, so we're not going to go too long. Uh, and then once everybody gets done, then the, metaphor, the metaphorical bell will ring, or Boxman has that sound. Uh, then we will debate for a few minutes. Everybody will give who, uh, their point to who they think deserves it. And th- there we go. Now, last time, bo- so the... Rounds right, or so the score right now is ABC won the debate uh, with Boy Meets World a couple weeks ago. A few weeks before that, NBC got the point with Night Court. Of course, a- Boy Meets World won because everybody kept bringing up Topanga. Or not everybody, but Sean kept bringing up Topanga. Drew Carey's not going to uh, win because of a woman this time because nobody's going to bring up Mimi Bolbeck and, you know, <laughs> everybody's going you know, to. We fall for her, although she might be Boxman's type. We not we don't know. Uh, no, but I like, I like Kate. Kate was Kate was pretty high. I mean, I don't uh, know. Mimi had the makeup. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, Daniel, you want to get us? Yeah. Uh, what's the first round? First round is theme song. Okay. So why did the Drew Carey show have a better theme song? Doug? Uh, so you are starting with me. Seems like it. All right. <laughs> all right. 
what's funny is Drew Carey, like, there were three different theme songs over the years. By the way, the show ran for nine seasons. Your first theme song was called Moon Over Parma, which is what Drew sang. Your second theme song was Five O'Clock World, which was the uh, theme song for the second season. And then they would event, they would bring it back for, like, seasons eight and nine. And then uh, your third theme song, which was the one that lasted the longest, was Cleveland Rocks. And what made the other two, uh, the second and third theme songs unique was the fact that they came in the form of music videos. So when Drew came in and did the, uh, uh, you know, uh, the five o'clock world, they did a music video for that. They did one for Cleveland Rocks, which, uh, you know, not a lot of shows were really doing it at times. A lot of the times, if a show had a opening theme song, it would usually just be either like uh, pictures of the uh, characters or just clips from the show. This was an actual music video that was that was filmed. Uh, and I think uh, the most catchy to me was Five O'Clock World because, you know, the opening of the song was I wake up every morning just to keep a job and all that. And, like, it, it's a very blue-collar theme song yeah. and Drew, Drew, Drew Carey was a very blue-collar guy. Yeah. And I kind of relate to that. Uh, and we have this. Right. Is it on here? Yeah. No, the Cleveland Rock one. Alright. I'm hitting the wrong thing. Great radio. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, well... I'm not going to go looking for... If I were hosting the show and Sean were doing this, I'd be able to find it, but fuck it. All this energy calling me There you go. There you go. All right, so that was that was part of uh, Cleveland Rocks, which was the longest lasting of the three theme songs. And that was the last one of the three. Yeah. I mean, they would integrate the other ones in, like, seasons eight and nine. Okay. But. Okay. Uh, Baron, probably Fred's might have the most known theme song on this uh, list. Uh why is Friends theme song so great? Because it's instantly recognizable, I guess. Like the second you hear it, like you know what it is. Like it's also like uh, it's very like parodyable, I guess. If that's the word. Well, like I don't know if you've seen that one episode of Family Guy where like it's basically like a parody of Shawshank Redemption. And they got, like, Peter is Andrew Dufresne breaking out of prison. And uh, he's got a burst into the pipe to crawl through it. So you got the warden watching Friends. Like, the theme song starts. He's like, you know, I told... And then the... And then Peter uses that as an opportunity to bust through the pipe. It's, like, the most perfect thing ever. Absolutely. Yeah. Like... I mean, I don't know if it's as, like, musically great as, like, that one thing no, no. Doug just played. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> but, like, as far as, like, being instantly recognizable, like, nothing's more instantly recognizable than the Fred's theme song. That's fair. Good job, Baron. Didn't that song also make it on the charts? Yeah. Yeah, the billboard charts. It probably did. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. All right, Karen, why why is Everybody Loves Raven the best theme song here? Okay, this is a tough one because the other two are so good. Um, And Raymond's 
is also easily identifiable when you hear it. You automatically know that it's Everybody Loves Raymond. And it's just kind of basically a couple of notes on a piano kind of theme. Um, but it, I, it's hard for me. It's, it's the least notable of the three, and it's very hard for me to fight against the other two. So I'm really not going to even try except to say that when it comes on, where no matter where you are, you know it's Everybody Loves Raymond. It's just as distinct as the other two are that way. But it's nothing special except a little ditty on a piano. So that's all I got for that. Okay. That's not a strong suit. All right, Doug. Ding, ding. All right. So, thanks, Box. Thanks, Box, man. Uh, all right. So, <laughs> like, the the thing about uh, Drew Carey's theme song is, yes, you know, I'm sure it could be argued that, you know, they had three different ones. <coughs> Cleveland Rocks is the most known one. Uh, you know, Raymond was just, it, like Karen said, it was just a little ditty on the piano, so it's not, like, anything, like, catchy. <laughs> It's nothing special. And Friends, it's just like, yes, it was I, it was a Billboard uh, billboard uh, chart topper or whatever. Or not a chart topper, but it was on the Billboard charts. But to me, it's just like, because I don't like Friends, like every time a song came on, like, uh, like every, every time that song came on, like I would look for a loaded gun because that means the show was coming on and it's just like, I don't want to watch this fucking show. But then I realized I don't need to shoot myself in the head. I could just turn the channel. Uh, so, like, uh, but like with, with Drew Carey, it's just like, you know, they came up with, you know, the, you know, different music videos. And with Friends, it's just everybody sitting on a couch near a fountain. All right. Which more than likely, like, who knows? You don't know if a fucking, if a uh, crew member had to go to the bathroom and peed in that fountain before they fucking went over and uh, before they shot the video. All right. The Drew Carey theme song is not only the catchy, but because of how they integrated the music video and then obviously shortened it up for the show, that's what I th- that's why I think it makes it. All right, uh, Baird, do you do you have a rebuttal for that? I know. Uh, uh, didn't really want to argue. Not really. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Baron. Give it back to him. Give it back. Yeah, Gotta be man, you, have to, you have to go. You just can't let him knock you out like that, man. Get up. Fight. <laughs> no, let us give him hell, Baron. <laughs> What's up, Baron? As much as I would finally like to win a debate, as much as I would finally like to win a debate, I don't want anybody to just roll over. So come on, Baron. Give yeah. me your best shot. I didn't hear no bell. Oh my god. Well, that's a fair point. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to come back after what did, or what Doug just did the first theme song. But, like, I mean, I still think it's more instantly recognizable than any of the other ones. I mean, you don't have to like it, but, like, a lot of people do. So, I, I got you. All right, we'll end the, we'll end the round there. Uh, uh, Boxman, I'm gonna throw it to you first. Who do you think uh, wins? Who has the best theme song? Wait a minute, wait a minute, Don. I get to argue for mine. Yes, ma'am. No, no bill. Are you just gonna? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't give up that easily. <laughs> I'm sorry. Kid. <laughs> And no, 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 no
one thing is is that Everybody Loves Raymond is a song that was specifically written as a theme song for this show, unlike the other two, which were songs that they adapted for the opening credits. They were, I don't know that the Cranberries wrote that song for the show, but I know that it was a single that was on the Billboard charts. I don't know which one came first. And, of course, the Ohio song, was that already a song, too, or was that written specifically for Drew Carey? I think that I, might I, have been I know Five O'Clock World, Moon Over Parma were already out there. I think well, Cleveland Rocks, I don't know if it was. Uh... Isn't that the one where they yell, like, Ohio or Cleveland or something at the end? Yeah. Yeah. And everybody's dancing in the street or whatever. This song yeah. was originally, yeah. uh, originally released in 1979, March 27th, 1979, song by Ian Hunter. Okay. So Ian Hunter. Oh, okay. Was Ian Hunter, um, was he with Yes? Um, maybe. No, Ian Hunter, that name sounds familiar. Now I have to look that up. Thank you, Bob. Um, But anyway. I'm trying to help you by looking it up for you. Okay, thank you. Uh, But Everybody Loves Raymond's song, I think, kind of depicted the mood of the show and kind of just gave you a feeling of simplicity. And uh, it was unique. It was different. That's all I got. All righty. Now we'll end the round. Boxman, who do you think has a better argument and who has the better theme song? (sighs) I think I got to go with Doug on this one as far as arguments and theme song. So that's where I'm at right there. Drew Carey, Doug. All right. Eric. I'm going with with, uh, Doug. All right. So Doug gets Eric and Boxman's point. Clintus, who does your point go to? Uh, I guess we have to make it even sweet, and I'm going to give mine to Doug as well. All right. So Doug wins with a clean sweep. You have three points. Yeah, I am not expecting uh, to... Like, I'll take these three points, but uh, that might be it. I mean, we'll give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh. All right. Uh, so we'll move on. Since you won, we'll start with you again. Okay. Uh, it's 3-0-0 going into round two, but it's still anybody's game. Pretty you, much. You still have plenty of time to fuck this up, Doug. Oh, yeah. I, I know. <laughs> And we'll start the round with characters and plot, uh, right? Yeah. All right. Why is uh, the Drew Carey show have the best characters and the best plot? Okay. So Drew Carey, again, the show is pretty much about, like, this blue-collar worker, Drew Carey, who works in a department store, went for louder. Uh, you know, he pretty much – well, he works in the office part. So he works in a cubicle uh, – you know, again, blue-collar guy, a lot of people, he's a very relatable character because he doesn't really make a lot of money. Uh, well, he was very relatable back in the 90s because, you know, he, uh, you know, nowadays, you know, uh, department stores and retail stores can make like 17 bucks an hour, but that's just because they're trying to, you know, lure people in. Uh, but I, I've always been kind of very relatable to Drew Carey, you know, working once in a retail store myself, uh, coming home, contemplating jumping into traffic uh, after every time, you know, after every shift. But not only, like, with uh, Drew Carey, but you also have his best friends. You have have Oswald and Lewis, who are roommates. Uh, For the first several seasons of the show, they lived above the uh, Warsaw Tavern, which is the local hangout, the local bar. Uh, You had Kate, who Drew finally realized after a few seasons he was in love with. 
but they all hung out together. You also had side characters like Mimi Bobek, who was his nemesis at work. Uh, and, uh, you know, she's like, you know, wore all this clown makeup, but she, she was hilarious. And her and Drew always, you know, playing practical jokes on one another. I'll get to one of the jokes that she played on him because her jokes were actually like cruel. Yeah. Uh, because she actually tried to fuck him over on many of occasions while also fucking his brother. Uh, but like you have his brother, Steve, who's another side character on there, uh, former uh, cross dresser. Uh, and, uh, so, and him and Mimi would eventually hook up and all that. You had uh, the guy who came in as the manager of Winford Louder, which is the store that Drew worked at, uh, Mr. Wick. He came in in season two. Uh, also, you had, uh, you know, Drew's many girlfriends, you know, over the season, including Kelly, who actually replaced Kate on the show. But again, it's just... Uh, the plot of just a guy that, uh, you know, works in a department store. Obviously, Kate works in the department store, too. Uh, Oswald was a delivery driver. Uh, Lewis was a janitor for the drug company, Drug Co. Uh, and, like, some of the shit, like, a Drug Co. would be developing or whatever would uh, be, you know, it's fucking hilarious. But yeah, no, just just that plot, and like I said, like the relatable characters. So that's my opening pitch on that. Thank All you. right. Tell us a little bit about the characters and plot of Everybody Loves Raymond, Karen. Okay, so <clears throat> once again, I have the <clears throat> oddball show in the fact that. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, that this is a this one this week is a family show. Last week it was the two family shows and I had the non-family show. Now this week you two have the non-family show and I've got the family show. Um, but it's about a typical Italian family with a non-Italian daughter-in-law, uh, Debbie, and then Raymond. And they live across the street from Frank and, uh, oh, God, what's his mother's name? He just always calls her Ma. Um, I have to think of it now. I lost track. And then there's his brother, Robert, and uh, all the silly escapades that go on with a very overbearing, typical meddling Italian uh, mother-in-law and Deborah trying to stand her own ground and goofy Raymond who can't figure it out and who doesn't get anything until the end of the show and then usually has it all figured out and tries to, he just tries to make everybody happy and ends up getting everybody mad at him every week. Um, They've got three kids, twins, boys, and a girl that's a couple years older than the twins. Uh, Robert is 40 and divorced and still living at home and is a policeman. And Raymond is a sports writer. And so he writes sports for a famous uh, sports magazine. And sometimes he has to leave town and sometimes uh, he has uh, special guests on there. So, um, yeah, the uh, first episode, it starts off with him coming back from a work trip and she's trying to feed the twins in high chairs and her daughter, who's probably like, three or four at that point, dinner as he comes in. And as he comes in, the kids are, the boys are spilling their, their bowl of food onto the floor and his daughter's screaming for a cookie. And he's trying to clean up the floor, grab the dishes. And she's at the, at the counter trying to get things together. And like five minutes goes on with all this chaos before they finally even just get to say hello. Um, so that's, that's the kind of set your tune tone for the show and how it's going to be chaotic and crazy and uh, the parents are just absolutely hilarious. All right. Uh, Baron, uh, 
a lot of people's favorite show in the 90s. Tell us about the characters and plot of Friends. Well, basically, uh, like, Rachel is kind of dissatisfied about the dude that she's married to, so she just dips, like, on the wedding day. She ends up just moving in with, like, her best friend, Monica, and, like, her friends who live in all the same apartment complex. Joey, Ross, uh, Chandler, what's her face, Monica, and Phoebe. Like, it really just centers around, like, their, like, professional endeavors. Like, uh, Joey's trying to be an actor. Like, Rachel's, like, trying to be a fashionista or something. And, like, also, like, their romantic endeavors, I guess, because, like, they all have, like, several, like, dates throughout, like, the whole series, including each other. Because, like, uh, I mean, eventually, Monica and Chandler and everything. Ross was at first isn't too happy about that. Like also Ross and like Rachel are kind of like a intermittent thing. Like eventually they end up together together. But like know, as far as the characters, I feel like they did a pretty good job of like making sure nobody really like outshines the others like that heavily. Because like they all bring something to the table. Like Joey's like the Dim, like, he's not the most competent or, like, smartest guy, but, like, he's very likable and, like, he's very loyal. And then you got Chandler, who's, like, probably, like, the biggest like, shit talker out of all of them. He's, like, the sarcastic one. And then you got, like, Ross, who's, like, the, like, the peacekeeper, I guess, as far as, like, the guys. And then, like, Rachel's just, like, the sweet one. Monica's more, like, the stern one. And then Lisa's just, or what's her face, is more, like, the... The weird one, I guess, or just like the eccentric one. But like really, every episode is like a little bit different, just like the type of bullshit they get into. All right, all right, box man, you got the bell. All right, everybody, start going at it. All right, so. Uh, Drew Carey's show, I just feel like the plot is more relatable, relatable to people. Yes, everybody loves Raymond is the family show, but it's the family that you want to move away, that you want to move away from. Like, like Deborah tries to stand her ground against her, against her mother-in-law, but you know, Karen said Raymond doesn't get it to the end of the episode. He gets it. He just doesn't have balls to stand up to his mother because his mother feeds him. He is the biggest fucking pussy. Uh, <laughs> okay, right. is this a show on... Aren't you supposed to be proving that your show is better, not why my show is worse? <laughs> well, that's... Also, you so know, kill two birds with one stone. My show is painted, better because Drew's not, what Drew's makes not a painted face Mimi better than Raymond's mother? Or his oh, cross-dressing brother? What? Or his crazy boss? What makes them better than my little Italian family? What makes them better is the fact that, you know, you don't have this. Nobody is interfering in anybody's in anybody's life. Like, yeah, you know, Drew and Mimi have their little feud, but it's just like everybody stands up for one another. Everybody loves Raymond. Me. Everybody loves Raymond. Marie is such a fucking overbearing fucking bitch <laughs> that and like. Mimi is a crazy psychotic bitch who tries to put down everybody and, she, and she's nuts. Drew Carey's the only sane one in the whole show. The rest of them are totally in outer space. Not a single one of them dealing with reality. Yeah, but that's what makes that's what makes the show fun. Right? And in Friends, they're just a bunch of fucking, you know, you know, they're all dealing with certain things. They're all fucking in love with each other. They should all just fucking, you know, 
go to bed with one another, have this big ass fucking orgy. <laughs> that might actually make the show watchable. I'm gonna have to change this episode to rated R. Yeah. Uh, but like with Drew Carey, yes, Mimi is a bitch, but it just it, she fits along with the show. Drew is normal, but they're all normal in a you know kind of you know in their own way. Yeah, and, and they're relatable. Unbelievable way. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I should say that because I do work at Target and I can just kind of like, okay. But Drew, Drew's characters are nowhere near believable. They're so out there. Whereas with Raymond, you, most American married couples can relate to the show and that's what makes it so funny because it's basically a farce on the whole thing. On on marriage and mother in laws and family and what every married couple goes through. Yeah, it, it's basically Which, a reminder to every woman out there as to why they want to file for divorce after five years of marriage. But last week you were saying that family shows. But last week you were saying that family shows were better because they were relatable. And now this week I didn't say shit. I hosted the last show. I'm just saying that's what the judges voted on. It was more relatable. It was a family show. They could identify with it. That's what Raymond is, a family show which everybody can identify with. And, well, anybody that, anybody uh, uh, that, you know, works, that has like that blue collar job like Drew Carey does can relate to that too. Everybody's got crazy ass friends that are dipshits, right? Yeah, I know I do. No comment. No comment. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and they okay. also have you know, people in their circle that you know they would like to push up the fucking cliff. Uh, yeah. But it, to me, that show is again. Yeah, I'm sure all three shows are relatable, but for me, Drew Carey is just it's the better show because it's got more it's it's got more characters on there that you don't want to see get thrown in front of a fucking bus. Uh, unlike the other two. Baron, do you have anything to throw about Friends? I mean, I don't know. Friends is so much it's relatable. It's more relaxing. But also, I guess, like, really, it's only, I feel like a lot of people wish they had what they have, where it's just, like, six good friends that just all live, like, more or less together, like, pretty much adjacent apartments to each other and just all just get into funny, just bullshit. Everybody wishes they had six friends that just walked into their house and took food out of the refrigerator. If you guys ever did that in my house, I'd fucking shoot all of you. Fair enough. That could be a premise for an episode. I mean, really, it was a premise for an episode once. I mean, it wasn't any of the friends. (laughs) Somebody did. Yeah, we can save that for later. Yeah. All right. Let's call it. Uh, that was a hell of a round. I think that that was a lot stronger of a debate this round than the first one. We do what we can. Uh, the guy that works in a machine shop, I don't get how a cubicle's blue collar, but we'll move on. Uh, Boxman, who would you give your point to uh, based on argument? Holy shit. Um, <laughs> I... Gotta go with Karen on argument. She had dug a stunner in at a stammer in a couple of times there. <laughs> and she scares me. I'm going with Karen. <laughs> All right. Uh, Clintus, who would you uh, give your I'm going to go with Karen. I'm giving mine to Karen. I think she had a better argument than Doug. All right. Thank you. Eric, you were the third judge. I'm getting mine to Karen, too. Ooh, another clean sweep. She just had the better argument, but they were both great. 
Her argument is you can relate to the fact that mothers in laws are cunts. I mean, that is kind of. That is kind of. Funny. Ooh, dog, you don't use that word. Yeah. The mother in law. The Italian family. Uh, all right. Round three, we have another clean sweep. We need a. Hopefully, Barrett can, you know, come out of the ashes of this round. Uh, yeah. Episode and moments. Moments. Best moments slash episodes. Best moments and slash episodes. We're gonna start with uh, Karen this time, since she won. Uh, why does everybody loves Raymond have the best episodes, and uh, what are some of the best moments? Oh God, there is so many on this show. It's it's hard to even uh, single hard. out any. I like the uh, the episode where Deborah and Robert go dancing and they get into the dancing thing and. Uh, Deborah helps Robert figure out that uh, he is a little bit uh, worth more than just being a cop and makes him feel good about himself. Um, I like uh, the episode where they all go to meet Amy's family. (laughs) Fred Willard plays Amy's father and um, Georgette from... uh, the Mary Tyler Moore show plays uh, her mother. And that was a quite comedical one because what's his name, who I personally can't stand, plays her brother, who is just the most annoying person in the world. But it was a very funny episode, how they all interact together. Uh, the very first episode, there's a scene where uh, Raymond had gotten his parents as a gift, a Fruit of the Month Club, and they had just received the first one, which was 12 pairs. And his mother is discussing with him, what am I supposed to do with all these pairs? Who's going to eat them? Uh, And then he explains to her, well, you know, uh, she goes, thank you for the gift, but no more. And he goes, well, you're going to get another uh, fruit next month. And, And they go on, and then the father comes into it, and then he's like, what do you think? We, we can't, we are crippled. We don't know how to go to the store and get fruit. And they just go on this whole tangent and he just kind of loses it. And is like, okay, I'll cancel it. And, you know, he says, it's a club, mom. It's a, she, get, she tells Frank, oh, he, he got us in a, and it just goes on. And it's just funny, but there's just so many when they go to Italy and Robert falls in love with the girl over there. It's just, and then she comes to America, and then there's the pizza shop, and there uh, just uh, flashbacks when Debbie and Raymond are dating. It's there's just there's just a hundred different things that you can think of that really make the show unique and funny. Absolutely, that's what. I'm All right. Oh, uh, what's up? Wow. Oh, that's what I was saying. Something. No. All right. We'll throw it to, to Friends now. What are some of the best episodes and moments, Baron, coming out of Friends? Hmm. Well, I forget exactly why they, like, forbade Joey from going after this one girl, basically. But they just said, no, you can't go after her. Instead of, like, actually walking up, you just kind of had to sit inside the coffee house and just watch her walk away and he was just like, I wonder how she's doing. And then there was the one where uh, I think Chandler like hit all of Joey's clothes. So instead of that, Joey just kind of takes all of Chandler's clothes and just wears them all at once. And Chandler's like, dude, what is this? What are you doing? And he's just like, oh, it's really warm in here. I mean, what if I just start doing onesies right now? Chandler's looks like, you dick, stop doing that. But, like, one side note about it is just, like, really just all episodes of Friends, like, in general, you don't even really got to waste time, like, oh, what do you this episode again? Like, it just tells you. It's the one with the football, the one where Monica does this, like, like it's perfectly descriptive. Cool. All right. Doug? All right, here we go. So, show ran for nine seasons. Had many 
iconic mo- uh, moments and episodes. One of the early ones is like I think it's the second or third episode in the second season where uh, Kate's boyfriend Jay breaks up with breaks up with uh, breaks up with her, and but Drew makes Kate think that Jay that Jay Kate's boyfriend is going to propose. So like she gets uh, very upset when he says, "Oh no, I have to move to Minnesota for a job." Mm-hmm. Now originally he wanted to take her with him, but Drew said no. Yeah, and so she he had to break up with her. So mm-hmm. she punches Lewis in the stomach because Lewis is just like, "Kate, you make it better, you know, go ahead and hit me." So she hits him as hard as she can in the stomach, and he just balls over crying. He's like, she didn't have to do it so hard. And yeah, Drew looks at him and goes, love hurts, buddy. He goes, you know what? I'm going to build up some muscle, and then I'm going to come back and kick love's ass. And then there's another uh, episode where, uh, you know, Drew and Mimi always got in the, you know, arguments and stuff. And there was a one episode where Mimi actually had Drew shipped off to Hong Kong wow. uh, because, uh, like, he was going to win, like, a promotion thing or whatever. So sh- she had him shipped off to Hong Kong. She had, like, his wallet and everything taken from him. And, like, they're trying to get him back. And Mimi's just, they're looking at Mimi like, you got to get him back. She's like, why? It's better without him here. And then, like, he's actually trying to order uh, – like uh, she left him with like quarters to make a phone call, so he found a McDonald's in China and he tried to order. Uh, he's like, "Give me a Big Mac, give me a Big Mac," and they're just like, uh, "That's not enough." So like that became a whole thing, and that was pretty funny. Uh, also, when uh, the uh, episode where uh, Drew or er, where. Mimi and Drew's brother Steve are getting married. Yeah. And uh, something happened Something happened to the minister that was actually Drew's fault, so Drew had to get ordained. And, like, he's actually reading the ceremony off a computer. Uh, and, um... So then, you know, there's uh, that episode. Also, um, the episode where uh, they accidentally shaved uh, the owner of the uh, the company, Winfrey Louder. They shaved the owner of uh, her. Um, or they shaved the owner's uh, dog. They shaved the owner's dog. Like they got him. They got the dog fixed or whatever. And they were trying to figure out like. They had to get Mrs. Louder another dog, and they, uh, so what they decided to do was they decided to do a strip tease, and they were going to do it at the Warsaw, and uh, the cops came in, shut it down, so then they had to go into a, uh, into a court, into a court of law, and it was Drew, Oswald, Lewis, uh, Larry, who actually had just gotten thrown in jail for uh, drug possession uh, and almost cost Drew his house earlier in the third season. Uh, and Mr. Wick, and they stripped basically in front, in the, you know, in this court of law. Uh, also, the episode where uh, Drew, or the moment where uh, Drew and the gang went to the late night movies to see the Rocky Horror Picture Show, but they were showing Priscilla Queen of the Desert instead. So there was this whole big showdown as to which drag show was better, Priscilla or, or Rocky Horror. They did a lot of musical numbers on the show. They, uh, they did blooper episodes on the show. Or like they would actually point out, they'd have the, I forget what they're called, but the things up there were uh, the little notifications or whatever. It's just like, no, this is not really where this is supposed to be. Or like they have you notice it. Or they did the live audience participation show because whose line is it anyway was a big thing. And that's something else Drew was involved in. Uh, 
you know, when Drew and Kate finally got together after so many years. Uh, you know, the moment there. And then, like, when Kate was so in love with Drew, but she didn't want to tell anybody, but uh, but Lewis was her confidant. And then, like, at one point, Lewis got so upset, he goes, damn it, one of these days I am going to sleep with somebody in this group. I don't care who it is. But Ryan Stiles is just fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, uh, the last moment I'll mention is um, Drew or is uh, when Oswald and Lewis had the idea to get Buzzy the Bear, who was a uh, who drug co Lewis company bought from uh, Russian circuits, and he was going to drive around in a car at this beer convention that they were doing. It was going to get them uh, get them all this attention and all that. But the bear stole the beer truck. And <laughs> Drew and Mimi couldn't figure out what was going on. And they're just like, where are you guys? Where's the truck? And you see the bear just <laughs> driving around. And then finally, like, Mimi goes out in front of the truck and the bear stops. So Mimi has to walk all the way back to the, oh, the three miles back to the convention. Yeah. And the bear is following her. Yeah. And Drew goes, well, he. The bear really fell in love with that Miss Mimi. So, you know, that was, I yeah. thought that was kind of a cool moment. So, all right, I'm done. Is, is there anything really to argue or? Not really because every, I'm every... sorry, I fell asleep. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I think we all stated our, there really isn't nothing to argue. We just all stated what funny things went on with the show. Yeah. All right. So we'll finish it there. And uh, I'm going to – I'll throw it to the judges right away. Eric, who gets your point for this round? Who, who had a better uh, kind of piece on, on the episodes and moments? Um, that, was a good, that was a good round. Um, I think I'm going to give it mine to Doug. I think he had – he his was more attractive for um to watch. Okay. You think I'm more attractive than the other two? I don't know. Bear's got some nice legs. He put me to. Uh, it makes me want to watch um Drew Carey. Okay. All right, Boxman, who gets your point this round? I'm with Eric on Doug. All right. Well, Boxman, you and I have always had uh, a unique relationship. <laughs> yes, but I, don't, I just don't find you as attractive as, you know, <laughs> as Eric said. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Can't blame you. Uh, all uh, right, Clinton, who gets your point? I want to give my point to Karen. Thank all right. you, Clinton. <laughs> gets Eric's job tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now we got we, we still have a tight race. I unfortunately, Barrett, if you just want to judge from now on, or just hang yeah, right. out. Yeah. Uh, well, it's unfair. It's unfair because we kind of threw Barrett in this, and he hasn't really had a chance to know how the game is played. So this is. I mean, he has won a debate before. Yeah, he was on a debate and technically won. Oh, South Park. That's different. Like I like friends. Like. Southport, that shit was different. And didn't yeah. we kind of bully you into this? <laughs> yes, we yeah, kind of did. Yes. We did kind of bully him into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we really stream friends like that. All right, well, we appreciate you out there. It's Christmas always time. a pleasure, nonetheless. This, so the third round is pretty much yeah. Doug and Karen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The score right now is I have five, Karen is four. So it's anybody's race in this fourth round. Anybody Barry can be win. a tiebreaker. Yeah. Okay. Could be, he could be a tiebreaker. Uh, impact and legacy. Who has had the best impact? And, and you know, who, who's the most iconic show? This is the probably the, you know, the best round and the most influential round. And this should be the last one. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with you, Karen. Why is uh, – why is – Everybody Loves Raven's legacy better than uh, the Drew Carey show. And friends. Well, 
first of all, um, they still show reruns of Everybody Loves Raymond. Uh, the Drew Carey show has ridden off into obscurity, never to be seen again. So that tells you right there which one is more popular, which one is more well-received, and which one people relate to and enjoy watching the most. Uh, Drew Carey has gone on to game show land and has been hosting The Price is Right for the last upteen years. So, you know, I think that speaks for itself. Both shows lasted nine years. Um, they, both shows had a great ensemble cast, but like I said, I feel that most of America enjoys watching uh, a a parody of their own uh, situation with mother-in-laws and father-in-laws and, you know, the family and how husbands and wives get along and how in the end they all really do just love each other and everybody goes through their ups and downs, but it still shows that family is family and people stick together, as we all know in our own lives as well. Um, But then again, I will end the argument on the proof is in the pudding in that you can still watch Everybody Loves Raymond on regular TV, and the reruns are shown on a regular basis. But I dare you to try and find or get a hold of an episode of the Drew Carey Show. All right. Hell of an argument. All right, Doug. All right. Well, first of all, Everybody Loves Raymond is usually shown in the morning when everybody's at work. So, uh, but not all as, stay at home moms. Yeah, uh, stay at home moms who then watch the show and then realize they're just uh, they start to compare Marie to their own mother in laws and realize that they might actually have it luck and they might actually have it better. I love that actress though. Yeah, uh, she she was a really good actress. I don't really like. Uh, I, I don't really like debating against Everybody Loves Raymond because I do enjoy the show. But <laughs> because also arguing with Karen is one of my favorite things to do. I did it for five years and I never listened to her. Uh, so I'm going to give it a shot. Uh, friends, like, it, it, the thing about Friends is that if you really want to think about it, and I, I can't believe I'm really doing it, Friends probably has it left a bigger impact and legacy than the other two because Friends is on, is in syndication on like six different channels still. Okay, I know. But, I don't like Friends at all. So yeah, I, I uh, but I'm willing also to give props to other shows because I yeah. wasn't actually supposed to be part of this fucking thing until yeah. three hours ago. Uh but the Fed checks fucked us over again. <laughs> but, Hatfields. Yeah. But the thing about the Drew Carey show is that, like, the impact, uh, again, Karen said that, yeah, you know, Drew's gone off, he's in game show land. But the impact of the show is still the bond that w- really was created, by, uh, you know, with the actors on the show. Because every actor that was involved in that in the Drew Carey show, you know, they somehow were involved at some point, except for, you know, uh, Lewis, or except for Oswald and Kate. Like, uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway was kind of a tie-in to Drew Carey's show in certain uh, certain episodes. And yes, you know, but, and Drew did run in syndication for, for a long time. It only ended its syndication run like two years ago. But that's because it got rid of the channel that it was on. What right. channel so you, was it on? The last channel. A, a North Dakota, a North, Alaskan channel out in uh, obscurity? Oh. I'm done. Uh, well, you're at least making me uh, remember why I was targeted. Uh, but, like, the, the thing is, is that, like, with Drew Carey, it is one – you know, he is one of those characters. He at least stood his ground, unlike what Raymond did, because Raymond would always fold under pressure from his 
from his mother. And th- to me, the impact of that is that, like, you know, Drew always stuck up for himself. Raymond never, never knew how to. And yes, it was good family, you know, family comedy and all that. You know, some family comedies are good. But, you know, to me, Drew Carey was just, again, I'll go back to it being more relatable, especially for people that work those nine to five or, you know, 10 hour jobs or whatever. All right. But again, you don't know that because you never get to see it because it's never on anymore. So people have basically forgotten about the show. Yeah, a lot of people probably have forgotten about the show, but also too, they were they still one of they were ABC, one of ABC's most successful sitcoms. Okay, ABC in the mid to uh, in the mid to late nineties to early two thousands. I, you know, they had other shows, but those shows weren't as successful as the Drew Carey show. Because Drew lasted the longest out of all of them. Yeah. All right. Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah, they dug CBS out of the sitcom hole. But they were also on for nine years, just like the Drew Carey show. Yeah. And, you know, they're both, first of all, they're both good shows. I I don't want to talk shit about about everybody loves rain. No, no. All right. But I also <laughs> He just wants to keep arguing with me. <laughs> yeah. Uh it's a lot of fun though. Come on. Yeah. It's fun and jo- fun It and is game. a lot of fun. Of course it is. I love arguing with you too, Doug. Yeah, we did it for so long. <laughs> well, that's why I agree to do these shows. <laughs> yeah. Where's uh, Sharon, by the way? Where's Sharon tonight? Uh, taking uh, another pain in my ass back home. <laughs> yeah, she just took her oh, mother's back. Mother, your mom went home? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, well, I know you guys are in a hurry to watch Get Ready for the Game, so. Yeah, let's just, end, let's just end it. Everybody give their point to Karen, whatever you want to do. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the judges. It's safe to say Barrett's out anyway. Uh Eric, who gets your point and essentially who wins the game for you? Who who had a better argument on the impact and legacy of their show? Oh boy. Uh, we both had good arguments. That was a lovely round. Uh, I'm going to um, give my point to uh, Karen. All right. Uh, so now we're at 5-5, five, five, yeah. right? So now, yep. Box, who gets your point? Thank you for not making me this. Okay. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to be no, last. I, <laughs> I got you. Uh, but yeah, it. Uh, I'm going with Karen too on this one. Better argument. Doug had a Doug, Doug made a better argument for friends though. That's <laughs> 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 true. Like they make a good argument for Doug. Tried. Uh, hell of a debate. Uh, Clintus. It's currently six five. You're going with Karen? I'm going with Karen. Yes. She won. There you go. Hell of a debate. Doug, you, you fought your ass off and you did a good job. And uh, yes, Karen? Doug, excellent excellent three-hour prep. Yes. Yes. Good excellent job, Doug. Killing it on short notice like that, you did a hell of a job. And you easily could have won yes. against anybody else. Uh, Karen, you brought the heat. And here's another sick kind of debate to you. Congratulations. It's time chance. Yes. I got my title back. Yes. <laughs> now we just got to get Sean back. Hopefully he does his family in the Hatfields and the McCoys don't strike again. And we can get Sean yeah. and Eric and uh, Karen back in and we do battle again. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. probably going to be in a few weeks. I don't know which one it's going to be yet. Uh, we'll decide it at a later date, but uh want to thank everybody for coming on box. Thanks for judging. And, uh, Thank you. Inviting me on. Thank you, Dougie. Thank you, Clinton. Thank you, Clinton. Big shout out to Baron. Yes, Baron. Big shout out to you, and uh, you know you try your best, man. Good job, Baron. Yeah, yeah, try.
Well, and uh, we'll see everybody, everybody next week uh, for the next sitcom thanks, debate. Man. No, the next uh, the next sitcom debate is going to be in about three weeks, I think. All right. Uh, <laughs> we'll see everybody next time. Have a good one. All right. Later. Go Birds. Later. Go Giants. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.